Hello everyone, this is Deb McBride and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Sunday, the 20th of January 2019 and I am broadcasting from beautiful Costa Rica and we have a big event this evening which is a lunar eclipse. And uh, apparently I can see it from here but it's just too cloudy tonight so I don't think I'll be able to get a good view of it. But this is the big news. Uh, the lunar eclipse occurs here, central time, at 11.15 p.m. And it, on my calendar for the lunar eclipse on Eastern time zone, it's 12.16 a.m. So this is a super moon, which means it's very close to the Earth. It is a full moon, and it is a total lunar eclipse. So this is going to take a few hours, this uh, eclipsing of the moon. And if you're lucky enough to see it, you should watch it. And maybe if you're in the Pacific time zone, you'll be able to go out and see it at a reasonable hour. Um, but there's a lot of other things going on with this eclipse. So the eclipse occurs at zero degrees, Aquarius and Leo. So it, a lunar eclipse is a full moon. And full moon that is actually kind of close to the nodes. In this case, the lunar nodes are at the end of Capricorn and Cancer. And since the eclipse is happening in the following sign after that, it's not really as potent as one might have expected, but it's still, still relatively strong since it is a total eclipse. When there is a lunar eclipse, it is a full moon. It is always a full moon because the sun and the moon are in opposition. And since the sun has just entered the sign of Aquarius as of 4 a.m. today, Eastern time, and the moon went into, is going into Leo tonight at 10.54 p.m. Eastern time, they are at the very beginning of their signs, their respective signs. So... They are in opposition. The, the eclipse occurs at the moon's point in Leo. So this is a lunar eclipse in the sign of Leo, which is a creative fixed sign. It is about creativity, uh, children, having fun, entertainment, falling in love, uh, opening your heart. Uh, anything that you would imagine an artist type to do, so to open their heart, to allow their creativity to flow, that's very Leonine. Um, so this is a pretty spectacular event, and you should be able to see it if you're in this time zone here. I think in, in Central America, you, you could be able to see it, and I think in Central United States, you can see it. There is also um, an aspect that's happening with this eclipse, which is that it's squaring Uranus. Now, uh, Uranus is the planet of uh, chaos, genius, brilliance, um, surprises, unexpected events, um, breakthroughs. We like breakthroughs. And Uranus is leaving, getting ready to leave the sign of Aries. So what's actually happened is Uranus is late in Aries and the sun made an aspect to it on Friday evening. It was a square aspect. So imagine the sun and the moon draw a line across the page. The sun is on one side, the moon is on the other. And then if you draw a straight line down, it makes a T shape and put Uranus there, you've got your aspect. Um, what happens is that Uranus is still connected to these planets, and since it's an eclipse and it's very highlighted in our heavens, 
anything such as an outer planet touching these points is going to be particularly profound. So when we have a, the unexpected energy of Uranus involved, it can be exciting, it could be fun, it could be something that's rattling, and it's probably going to be all of those things. Um, the moon was squaring Uranus this earlier this evening, actually. It's, yeah, just earlier this evening, the moon squared Uranus. So the moon's already been in aspect with Uranus. They were aspecting that planet when they were earlier in Capricorn Cancer. So the moon's last aspect today on the 20th, as it left the sign of Capricorn before, and I'm sorry, the sign of Cancer before it enters the sign of Leo is that it's squaring Uranus. And then what's going to happen is this, there's going to be this lovely eclipse. So Uranus, when it entangles itself with an eclipse, is usually uh, highlighting some unexpected area or breakthrough in your life, or maybe there's a surprise, maybe there's someone that turns up that you didn't expect, any unexpected event. And as I've said many times before, when you're dealing with Uranus, especially in a challenging aspect such as a square, which is a 90 degree angle, means that Uranus is sitting at a 90 degree angle from the sun and a 90 degree angle from the moon. So it's right in the middle of the two of them. And when you're dealing with an unexpected energy like Uranus, and you will sit down and write 10,000 things that it could be, and not one of them will happen because you thought of them already. It's always something unusual, unexpected, and, you know, it's one of those lovely little random things that can happen in life. That's the, that's the good part of it. We like to think that it's going to be one of those random little things that happens in life, as opposed to something that's a little more intense. So if you're a Uranian type, like I am, um, you're going to feel this. And this is going to maybe rattle you a little bit. Now, I have to pause and say these eclipses that we've had, the one two weeks ago and the one that we're having today, this has been a really intense eclipse period. And I've heard a lot of people injured or traveling and having some injuries or, or just having their own sets of complications around their, their own physical structure. Because... Remember, we were dealing with Capricorn, a whole lot of Capricorn two weeks ago. And so Capricorn rules structure, it rules the bones of the body, uh, it rules the knees, and we are dealing with some very structural energies here. So people are having some complications getting around. Like people are telling me, oh, I feel like an old person walking lately. I just I haven't been able to move lately. So getting around has been a little hard. Traveling around is complicated for people. And We've all had our share of eclipse energy. This is powerful energy. We're going to feel it. It's going to try to pass through our field. And that means our bodies might feel like they're getting stuck. And so just be aware of this. Try to do some good stretching, some exercise. Try to uh, work out the kinks that you're having in your body and just kind of move the energy around. Now, it may not be your body. It may be something very physical and maybe your home or something that needs the energy moved. So the thing is, energy, eclipses come with a huge amount of energy. And no matter where the eclipse is, it does appear, every, everybody gets the eclipse in their chart somewhere, but no matter where the eclipse happens in the zodiac, in the sky, we do get a lot of energy thrown at us at once. And it's exhausting. And 
I have to say that this one, if you're feeling rattled, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling your insides are shaking and you don't know why you're feeling, that's perfectly normal. So fear not. It's just part of the eclipse. The energy has to move. It has to have somewhere to go. Have a conversation. Go for a walk. Go for a bike ride. Go for you know a run around the block. Do something. Move the energy. Move the energy in your house. Move the energy in your body. This has been a particularly potent set of eclipses, and I really feel like you know we're not done. We're not done because this energy is going to hang with us for another couple weeks, and this is a really good time to just keep the energy moving. In your life. Now, other things are happening. As I mentioned, the sun has entered Aquarius for its annual journey in Aquarius. It will stay here for a month. And we know Aquarius is the unconventional type person, the person who is uh, brilliant, genius, maybe a little crazy, but someone will say they're crazy and they're really brilliant. <laughs> they are the contrarian. They like to do things for the sake of being different. Uh, if you tell an Aquarius what to do, they will probably tell you to go to hell <laughs> or just ignore you and do what they want, which is more likely. They're just going to say, okay, I'm just going to do what I want. Don't ever tell me what to do. And they'll go do the opposite. So even if they want to do what you're telling them to do, the whole act of being told what to do does not appeal to Aquarius. So that's all about Aquarius. Now Aquarius is also humanitarian, altruistic, wants to do things for the world, highly analytical, make good mathematicians, make good astrologers, and ruled by the planet Uranus. In addition, we today, tonight, we're having the lovely Venus square Neptune aspect. And this is lovely because these are very pleasant energies sort of working with each other. Although Neptune can be a little tricky, Venus where it is right now in Sagittarius is making this challenging relationship to Neptune in Pisces. But this is actually good energy for the most part. This is not something that is terribly uh, treacherous. <laughs> it's, it's a very open, flowing, creative kind of aspect. So it's also a good time to really pay attention to your intuition and whatever your intuition has been telling you. So this is, this is a good time to, to listen to that and work with it. The other thing that we're having, and as we have this eclipse, is that tomorrow morning, Eastern time, we're gonna have the Mars square Saturn. So that's a little grumpier of an aspect. And thankfully, we're having this nice Venus-Neptune to smooth it out. But Mars doesn't necessarily like to get entangled in a square with Saturn. So there's a lot of squares going on, which are challenges, which means we have to kind of compromise, we have to negotiate, we have to navigate our energies. And the Mars square Saturn, so Mars is the planet of action, the warrior planet, and it's in its own sign. It's in Aries. And so it wants to go and do and take action and make things happen. Saturn says, mm -mm you know, not so fast, buddy, because Saturn's in its own sign. So they're talking to each other and they're trying to decide who gets to rule the roost here because Mars is not patient. And Saturn says you have to be patient and you have to work this out and you have to have strategy. Now, this is an excellent aspect for coming up with a strategy. And if you need a strategy in your life or you want to have a strategy in your life for some project or plans that you're making, then this is a great time to sit down with your pen and paper and come up with a strategy. Because 
there's probably something in your life that needs a little bit of thinking and thought and working out those strategic kinds of energies. Mars and Saturn are each in a really powerful place and talking to each other in this kind of grumpy way is not really productive. So you have to find a productive energy here. You have to find a way to make this energy productive. And, and if you, if you feel grumpy in your day or these next couple days, or you're feeling like injured in some way, emotionally or physically, then the best way to work with the energy is to just be productive. Just keep going. Just sit down with yourself, figure out what you need to do, what your strategy is, and just keep working. And, you know, by the time you pick your head up from your work, the aspect will be over. Don't get entangled with rules and regulations and trying to break rules and break through the wrong kinds of rules. You know, this could be, Mars can be very headstrong in its own sign, and Saturn's not going to let you do that. So just be careful, know the rules, and work with them. And then this week, we've got a lot of aspects this week. We've got a lot of activity this week. One of the best aspects we could possibly have happens on Tuesday, the 22nd, and that is the Jupiter and Venus alignment. So Venus is joining Jupiter and Sagittarius, which it has for the last couple of weeks. And Venus is making a conjunction with the planet of good fortune. And that is going to be Tuesday morning, Eastern time, 7.26 a.m., now, this is really a great aspect to take advantage of. This is a beautiful aspect. This is a friendly aspect. This is a, an abundant aspect. This is when, now conjunctions are blendings of energy, right? So Venus is our goddess, is our beauty, is nature, is the most splendid feeling of love and relationship and friendship. And, and in Sagittarius, she wants to embrace everything and go to see people in foreign lands and learn languages and study philosophies. And, and that's what Jupiter is bringing to her right now. So the two of them are blending together this week and they'll stay together for a couple days. You know, they'll be in this lovely arrangement and it's such a great time to reach out to a friend, to take a friend to lunch, to see old friends, to connect with people, to make new friends, to meet new prospects in your life, to start new businesses, to go out and have fun. This is a really lovely, lovely time to connect with people. And if you don't feel up to that, because maybe you're still grumpy from the Mars Saturn, push yourself a little bit and you'll be glad you did. Because Jupiter Venus is, is not something that happens but once a year and it's in Jupiter sign. So this is a free-flowing, abundant, enjoyable, let's go out and have a good time aspect. And you should go out and have a good time. Do something fun this week, please. You know, it's been really hard. We've all been working really hard. We've been in the season of Capricorn, which has been a lot of Capricorn energy. And all we've been doing is focusing on building and structuring and committing. And, you know, it's time to have some relaxation and fun. Then... On Wednesday, the 23rd, we have the Mercury square Uranus. So again, it's a challenging aspect. Mercury is, you know, challenging Uranus, and it's a very intellectual, pointed kind of analytical energy. And this is Mercury at the end of Capricorn, squaring Uranus at the end of Aries. And before Mercury says goodbye to Capricorn, it's going to make this relationship to Uranus and say, hey, you know, we have to talk about this, or we have to connect with this, or we have to analyze the following details and make following spreadsheets and the following differential equations and, and all sorts of good stuff that happens with Mercury and Uranus. 
it is edgy. It is um, maybe a little irritable, but the mind will be fast. And we got to try to keep it flowing and calm and grounded. You know, we could get some wild ideas out of this, but it really is some time to make sure that we ground our ideas in, in reality because remember Mercury's in Capricorn. So Mercury will leave Capricorn on Thursday the 24th and it will enter the sign of Aquarius in the wee hours of the morning. And that is a whole other level of analytical behavior for Mercury. Mercury likes Aquarius. Mer Mercury can operate well there, it can do math, it can do uh, big equations, it can analyze statistics, it can uh, come up with big ideas. So there's a lot of, you know, even though it's going to be working with the Uranian planet that rules Aquarius, it is going to be a time for Uranus uh, energy to be in Mercury's realm. So this, this is a lot of Aquarius Uranus energy for Mercury. And actually this is good because we haven't seen a lot of air in the sky. There's been a whole lot of earth, a lot of earth and some water and fire but now we're really getting into the air. The sun is in Aquarius, Mercury's going into Aquarius, and thankfully there are thoughts, there are words, there are ways of saying things. There's, we want to communicate again, whether it's through speech or articulating the, the written word, we do want to speak again because this is an air sign. So take advantage of the time of this month. Communicate with your friends, communicate with what you need to, who you need to, your ideas, what you need to say at work, with people and use this energy to communicate wisely and profoundly because it's not just like gossip or random communication. It really is some time for smart intellectual ideas. So use it. Um, then Friday, there's been some aspect every day. Friday, the 25th, we will have Mars trying Jupiter. Now trines are very nice aspects. They are flowing 120 degree aspects and Mars is in fire, Jupiter's in fire, Mars and Jupiter getting along, Venus and Jupiter getting along. It's a good week for relationships. It's a good week to talk. It's a good week to make new friends, meet new people, make new relationships. It's actually very encouraging with Mars trying Jupiter. You can get a lot done. You can have a good time. You can have some speedy results to a project you've been working on. You could have some good fortune with a project you've been working on because Mars and Jupiter are working together. They're not at odds with each other. Even though we have, you know, a Mars Saturn earlier in the week, we're ending the week with some really positive fiery energy that gives us motivation and um, ambition. It's good. Ambition is a good thing this week. And as we wind down the week, the moon is in Libra and we will start the weekend with uh, that nice aspect of Mars and Jupiter. And also, you know, the moon will be making a nice aspect to the sun because they'll all be in air. So here's more air for us, more communication, more uh, ideas being shared. And we move into a weekend with the moon in Libra until Sunday, the 27th, when the moon enters Scorpio in the wee hours of the morning. And that's a much more intense energy. That's back to water again, but uh, I'm not worried. <laughs> I think it's going to be quite a nice week ahead. And when we get to the 28th, that Monday, the moon is actually already going void at 5.30 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. So we're, we're really having a whole lot of uh, 
the void and not a lot of Scorpio moon that's actively encouraging us to do things. As we get into the following week, we're going to start seeing more Sagittarius energy, and that's always fun. So what's some things to remember this week? Don't let the Mars Saturn kick your butt. (laughs) Don't let the eclipse kick your butt. Use the energy wisely. Be smart, be proactive, be ambitious, but don't like get sloppy and say things you don't want to come back to you, haunt you, and really get yourself to a place where, you know, you do something fun this week and not get stuck in, in some sort of old energies that we've had all month. So let this eclipse enlighten you. Let this eclipse bring you some new ideas. A collaboration with people is really good because remember it's lunar. So it's one person across the table from the other. And we can use this energy to sort of move things along and be creative and have some fun. Let the sparks fly a little bit this week. Be a little wild. Don't be conservative. Mars, Saturn might want us to be a little conservative and not take a risk, but Mars is itching to take a risk this week or take some action. So I think this is a a pretty good week. I think we've got some really nice aspects. The only times the moon is void is tonight it's void for a little bit before it goes into Leo at 10.54 p.m. Eastern time. And then on Tuesday, um, it's void for a couple of hours in the evening before it goes into Virgo. And then Thursday, it's actually, we've got void all day Thursday with the moon in Libra in the evening. But it's okay because it's a real um, day to kind of enjoy a lot. Venus Jupiter will still be happening. You just have some relaxation that day. Don't do anything you know, new and start new projects or reach out to new clients and stuff. Start start your day just enjoying it and just doing some routine things as it's void in the sign of Virgo. Um, and that's the day that Mercury goes into Aquarius. So there's plenty of new ideas coming anyway to, to sort of work through. Um, so that's the only real long void moon that we're going to have this week is Thursday. And Really enjoy your week because this is one of those nice special weeks that we don't get very often. And it is important to pay attention when we have some good energy happening and take advantage of it. So this is one of those weeks. On that note, I thank you for listening to my podcast. I am Deb McBride. My website is debmcbride.com. I am available for astrology sessions. And there are also astrocartography reports available on my website if you are interested in purchasing that. My Instagram is at Deb Astrology, as well as my Twitter is at Deb Astrology. And I thank you for listening, and I hope you have a really beautiful week. Good night.